When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. It's that time of the week again. The Rugby League rant, fifth and last. Put on your headgear, chuck in your mouth guard and get ready for an hour of nothing but NRL talk. Right, fifth and last origin review, and uh, pretty sad if you're a New South Wales fan. It's happened again. They've built us up. I need to break us down. Yeah, well, uh, so near, but yet so far, I guess, for uh, the Blues. But that's probably been the uh, story of the series for the last probably, uh, well, at least two years. I mean, a field goal last year and a two-point margin this year. But um, I think we're getting better. Um, just the key positions again, though, Queensland are much better than us. But we're going to break it down a little bit later. Uh, we're going to kick it off with our fast fives. Yeah, well, obviously we sent one out on the Facebook there for everyone to see. Your fast five for the series was your player of the series, your worst player of the series, your highlight of it, your low light of it, and an issue or a question that you think has come out from this series that you think needs to be addressed. So uh, starting off with the player of the series, bro. Uh, obviously Smith won it. I thought he deserved it. He was uh, probably the difference, particularly I thought in game three. Game two, um, he was man of the match, but Queensland were, were ultra-dominant. Um, the other one I'd, I'd give a mention to for Queensland would be Corey Parker. I thought he was he was great. Um, a tackle the other night was sticking in my mind for a long time when he, Watmo just lined him up and ran straight at him when he was busted. And uh, Corey Parker just drilled Watmo. Um, a few minutes later, he, or a few tackles later, he actually missed the tackle for Merrin to score. But um, he had a great series. I mean, I mean, for the Blues, probably Dugan, Farah, Watmo. They're probably the, the guys I thought that had pretty consistent games for, for New South Wales. Obviously, Dugan only played the last two games, but, um, yeah, that was my take on it. Yeah, well, from a New South Wales point of view, probably for feeder as far as output. I th- he was another one, yeah. I still, still think he should have got more minutes. I don't think we used him enough, considering, uh, you know, he had made over 100 metres in game one and three. Game two was obviously just a bloodbath. There was nothing he could really contribute. Uh, but from a Queensland point of view, mine were pretty much the same. I think the Cameron Smith work, though, as we've said a million times before, unless you're really, really into the little intricacies of the game, uh, you look at the ruck, you look at his kicks, he just puts himself in the right place at the right time. Yeah. And all his defensive work goes unnoticed. I don't think a lot of people understand his defence. Yeah. The, the tackle, um, who picked the ball up and ran around the back the other night? It was a Mitchell Pearce cocked it up, as usual, and someone, a New South Wales player ran around the back. It might have been... It might have been Jennings picked the ball up and Smith just chopped him one-on-one and tackled him with like a scissor kick tackle. Just Good. <laughs> the strength of the bloke for his size, um, incredible. Well, they may whinge about the rest on the jiu-jitsu, but I'll give the bloke one thing. For the size of him... You've got to be strong to do that, bloke. Yeah, but he works on his techniques. His technique is flawless. The de- you watch blokes, right? Remember when he hit Ryan James the other year? Mm. Like, he shouldn't be knocking blokes like Ryan James on their ass yeah. or wrestling blokes at 110 kilos, but he does. Uh, Park is another one, but I thought Jonathan Thurston after game two and obviously the other night, yeah. they're probably the three for me that were uh, the real linchpins of the series. And Cooper Cronk's kicking game, I thought that went unnoticed the last two games, oh, yeah. especially yeah. last night. But uh, what about your worst? Worst? worst um, well, every, everyone's going to say Pierce. I, I didn't think he was probably the worst player to have the biggest impact on the series um, because obviously he played every minute. Uh, for Queensland, I thought Dave Shillington, he was diabolical game one. They would have expected more out of him. Um, and the two for me, obviously Nathan Merritt got the flick um, after game two. He was diabolical. Uh, couldn't catch a cold and, and just defensively was awful. But Aaron Woods, the other night he was diabolical. Just leg speed, impact, didn't do too much for me. Yeah, well, mine for Queensland, if you're going to do it that way, it would be Shillington as well, hence why he did get the flick. Mm. Always uh, an international prop. New South Wales is just, you know, the merit thing I'm not even going to touch, he shouldn't have been picked full stop, but Woods, as far as time spent on the field, he had two decent cracks, didn't make an impact. Yeah. But I think the worst pick for New South Wales for the whole series was Josh Reynolds, not because I don't think he's a good player, 
Yeah. But he played 16 minutes in two games. Yeah. Uh, and not nothing. Actually, if we had corner in the first two games. Well, you could have used him at least. But yeah. that, I'm not saying he's a bad player. He is a good player. But I think it's the worst pick yeah. of the series purely because for two games there, we played with 16 blokes. Well, I said it before a ball was kicked in the yeah. series. It was, it was a bad pick. But well, What about um, your highlight? Highlight? Um, just game three. I thought game three was a cracker. Obviously, we lost. Um, but Queensland are just... They just find a way. And for me, I, I find it hard just how they keep coming and they, they've got that passion and they, they've won eight in a row and they still fight just as hard as they did when they won the first series. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Uh, as far as me, game... Plus the streaker. The streaker. <laughs> the streaker. streaker's a fucking retail. <laughs> um, uh, well, yeah, yeah, but it was just one of those nights. Like, everything happened. It had everything. Probably apart from a blue. Yeah, but... but um, I'd, I'd say one thing. For if there's any security companies that listen out there, get some blokes with some speed. All your roid munchers couldn't run down nothing. Well, we posted up something today um, in the words of Jake the Maseke. Too much weights, not enough speed work. <laughs> well, I'm telling you, well, I, watched, the I, I watched the head security guard on halfway, and he looked like the trimmest out of all of them. Yeah. And when he went to take off, I thought, he's got a good angle on him here. He might get him. He had nothing. He got After about 10 metres, I just thought, he's blowing a tyre. He's been at the gym cranking the uppers, and he's been pumping yeah. the needle, but he's definitely not doing any footwork. He hasn't been on the tready. No cross-training, and he definitely ain't street running. Mm. Uh, my highlight was just game one, pure and simple. Uh, that, that gave me the false hope, as I get every year. So uh, I was a bit euphoric and probably a moment out of game one, the Jennings try. That was, was one, that, that was one of those moments that uh, you don't get to see too often as a New South Wales fan. And that of all probably gave me that feeling that we might have got the job done. But uh, yeah, here I am sitting again saying mm. that Queensland won. What about your low light? Uh, the low light was the refs in game one not simbitting Paul Gallen, and that led to just all this shit in the media, um, all this beat up. It led to Dave Smith in all his wisdom saying, oh, anyone that punches is going to go to the bin. Now, that then flowed over into game two, and we had the farcical situation where two players. we had two players in the bin. It was 11 versus 11. It was two just got, ridiculous. Two got bin for not even fighting. That was I, I don't know. People might think I'm a bit prehistoric, but um, I don't want to see fights, but... In a in an arena like that, where tensions flow over, um, I think we need to be a little bit more lenient on it. Um, if it's in the NRL, I don't have a problem with, uh, you know, a punch and you're off. But they they uh, sin bin. I mean, Tate ran in, didn't throw a punch. Bird ran in, didn't throw a punch. Hodges Hodges sort of threw a punch. I probably wouldn't have sin bin him either. I would have just sin bin Merritt in game two. Mm. Um, Game one, I thought Gallant should have gone. And Marin said, uh, actually, Brad Fittler and Andrew Johns on the footy show said, mate, Marin was the only one that should have gone. So, mm. yeah, well, even when Hodges come in, it was it was average, but you know, at the same time, mine low light for the series, pretty similar, but it was more the media blowing it up, and that's what led to the whole situation getting to where it did, uh, and also just New South Wales and Queensland staff whinging about the refs and the penalty counts in both states. How about you just shut up? Yeah. Have a jag. If you're going to have a jag at someone pre-game, have a jag about you know, you know get, get get a comment out there to try and find someone up. Don't bitch and moan between each other like two wives at a handbag meeting smacking each other yeah. about the refs giving unfair penalty counts in each other's states. Of course, that's going to happen. Yeah, but sadly, the referees have obviously responded to this. Over they did. The last but that's right. Yeah, but they've done it every year. So why wouldn't you do it? Why? Just fucking play well, the football. Yeah, that's I agree. Well, but if I'm a coach, I'm, I'm going to try it on. Yeah, well, it's absolutely... And it worked. It, it was... worked in game one for Laurie. It worked in game two for Mal. Game three, I thought the rest were great. Well, we won the penalty count before we still lost. So mm. that's where I'm more getting at. Play the bloody football. Stop whinging. Mm. If anything, we uh, New South Wales got the rub of the green massively in game three. Yeah, well, Queensland got Kane and, and still won. Yeah, well, what about uh, issue or question? Something that's come out of this series? I just that, think, uh, mate, we've got to go to standalone origin. It's got to be played over three consecutive weekends. Play the comp with no buys, 24 rounds, 24 full rounds where everyone's got their full complement of players. You then stop the competition after 12 rounds, have your three weeks of origin. During that time, have your 20s origin, have that as a three-game spectacle. Uh, And then you can throw in a couple of Islander, Pacific Islander versus Aboriginals, or you could have the Samoa Tonga. There's heaps of stuff you can do. Just bar it for three weeks. Um, The comp then would only be 24 rounds plus your three for origin that's 27 that's exactly what we have now mm. I just uh, it's like South Sydney Melbourne the teams at the top of the table are the ones that are copping it um, you know the side I support the Titans there they cop it a little bit but nowhere near as much as what South are going to do now especially Inglis is out until probably the finals mm. um, <coughs> I just think it's it's ridiculous, ridiculous. Yeah, well, all, all major sporting competitions you know you look at your, your soccer 
everything stops. International or rep game, everything stops. NFL for for the uh, All Stars, everything stops. No one plays. You know, uh, NBA, Major League Baseball, they all stop. Mm. So get with the times. Mm. Well, for me, my even the sorry, the Lions tour, mm. the Super Fourteen stopped. Yeah, the Super Fourteen for a month. Stopped, yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't get it. Well, for me, it's uh, just New South Wales in general. Our key players going forward in a side that hasn't won for eight years that are going to, you know, be with the first picks this year, such as your Gallon, Bird, Watmau, Lewis, Farrah, the age of these players. Even if these younger blokes that we've blooded do come together next year and win a series, uh, Gallon's 32 next year, Bird's 30, Hoffman's 30, Watmau's 31, Lewis is 30, Farrah's 30. If they even do manage to pull together a series in the next two years, all these blokes aren't going to be around. Mm-hmm. We might like I'm. I'm just going to throw it out there. Unfortunately, I'm not seeing a heap of players that can put us in a situation to sack four or five of those blokes and move on at the point this point in time. Yeah. But I'm tripping because I'm looking at these ages and thinking these blokes are going to be lucky to play Origin for another year or two, and we're going to have to rebuild anyway. Yeah. So we haven't won for eight years, and we're a portal on a rebuild. Like for Feeder, Ferguson, and Dugan are 24. Jennings, Tarmow, Merrin are 25, but out of those names that I said, who's to say that Fergo and Dugan don't mess up again? Yeah. Who's to say that James Tarmow doesn't, or you know, he needs to get back to some good form? Well, we he had was that horrible. conversation walking back to the car, and I said that to you. Like, I think if Ferguson plays and Dugan, you know, doesn't have his meltdown at the start of the year, that, I think that's the difference between New South Wales and Queensland. Smith, Slater, Cronk, Thurston—they don't have off-field dramas. Hmm. They play consistently. Yeah. But I'm just getting at that core group. What, you, you, what you're saying is our core group. But the, other, the, the, the halves are the most important part. But at the same time, that core group of players that gets us where we are is that forward pack at this point in time in the hooker. They're all in their 30s. So if we're in a rebuilding phase right now, we're in trouble because we're a year or two away from seeing out all the blokes that are currently our most effective players. Yeah. So there seriously needs to be some players to step up. I think uh, Farrah's probably got two more years in him. He, oh, he's, he's starting to hit his straps. He, he could probably go longer, but you don't you don't know what's around the corner. Yeah, but like Gallon this year. Well, you could say the same Gallon's barely. Gallon's would be, never have thought that. Yeah, but they've won eight series. The not, yeah, but you never would have thought that. You know. Yeah, but at the same time, they've got the spine, the forwards. Nothing's changed. Yeah. We've chopped and changed it to this and that. But that core group that I'm speaking of. Yeah. Even if they have been there, they've been there the whole time for this supposed scar period. Mm. We haven't put anything around it to, to get a win out of it, and we haven't had the halves. No, I think the players coming through are just as good, if not better. Well, so. I don't think the forwards are, that's for sure. You don't think the forwards that we were coming through are better? No. Where's, oh, where, where's the... James Tarmow, last year, no, I would not, have said not yes. Him. For not Fida, him. right now, yes, but... But what about Aidan Tolman? Why does he get a run? Yeah, well, same deal, though. He hasn't got a run. Yeah. And I've I got a couple here, like Idris next year. He's coming off a bad injury. Yeah. He would have probably been there. Hopawade, if he's anything like he was before he left, he's definitely a rep player. Yeah. He played Origin. George Def- yeah, he did. George Defua, I said from day one, he would have been one of my wingers. He didn't yeah. get picked. Tarek Sims, if he can stay healthy and be in a side that's winning and get back to his form. He's a no-brainer. One that everyone hates, and I hate saying it, but when he was in his top form under Des Hasler, the T-Rex. He's a baby, but he's, yeah. a, he's a weapon when he's on. It's but he needs call. to seriously... Step his shit yeah, up. Massively. Uh, one for me that plenty of people argue with him, but just like kind of like a Corey Parker, Sean Fenton. Oh. The, the bloke is an 80-minute machine. He makes 60 tackles a week, yeah. and he still managed to have 15 carries. Tolman, you've said, uh, and then Dale Finucan and Josh Jackson. There's a few ones there that I look yeah. at and think this is the kind of side that we probably could have in a few years, but yeah. uh, right now, I think our biggest issue is straightforward. It's the spine. If we had Reynolds this year, Adam Reynolds especially in a couple of key moments we're about to talk about, I think we get repeats or we get an opportunity to probably put the game away. Yeah, we do. And Jared Hayne healthy. I'm not making any excuses. Oh, but. Well, I think the two for me, and like I said to you, Hayne and Ferguson were the two, I thought. You, you throw them in, into that game. Um, well, if you told me tomorrow... We, we, but Queensland just... They just find a way. That big, that, that big four... Yeah, it's it's unfair to even say it as big four. It's a, it's a big bloody squad. Yeah, like there's well, you need any player that goes to lay in, the platform. We proved that game one. Yeah, they they just anyone goes. Like look at Chris McQueen. Mm. Like he was a fringe first grader last year, and he's he's now starting back row in a in a series winning Queensland side. All right, well let's jump into the game while we're at it. That's the the fast five issues coming out of it, but. Uh, obviously, 12-10 full time. Not exactly the result you're looking for if you're a Blues fan. The heartache continues. But first half. Uh, we start off with a penalty. We only take 10 metres for touch, which to me was a bit negative, and then we drop the ball. Pierce yep. drops the ball. 
straight away on the cold, back eh? foot. Cold. First touch of the ball. It was horrible. But that, that, oh. those two things set the tone. A negative yeah. 10. If that's Queensland getting a penalty, they kick 30 metres. We take 10. And they and they tap it quick and they're on us. We drop the pill. Uh, you know, JT, when they get the ball back, gets a repeat set. Yep. Uh, they sit down there. They, we give away another error and then they score that try. Um, people were arguing on the night about obstruction. I'm sorry. They had a million opportunities to grab him. There was three or four blokes standing around. Yeah. Two or three in the replay stopped the moment they went past him. So yeah. he, he got that one fair and square. Maloney then straight after, just a brain snap. I, I said it to you, I know it was soft, but there's a rule in place for a reason. Mm. Wrap your arms. His yeah. buddy jumped up there, crossed oh, I his thought, arms. Uh, we had the discussion at, at, on the night. I said it was soft, it and was I soft, stand by it was soft, but, but that's a and, and it is. That's you don't wrap your arms, it's a penalty. Simple. So, you know, they give, them, they give them the penalty goal, and I said to you at 8 nil. I'm not confident now because of the halves we got. I've got a, I've got a two, ring down two, here. Two tries is like, enough uh, for me to almost go For well, me, the game's lost know? there. 8 nil. You give them an eight-point eight, eight point head start. But, you know, we, we warmed to the game in the second half of the twenty. Uh, you know, we oh, got, I think the last 25 minutes of the half we won. We're easily. all over as far as the forward's concerned, but the same problem happens again. Couldn't uh, get over the line. We, we get down there, we get a scrappy try where Morris throws it at his ass to McManus. We're 8-4, yeah. and we get a no try the 36 minutes. Same thing again. Plenty of peanuts sitting around us going, oh, he didn't ground it. He did ground he it. Grounded. Wake up to yourself. Yeah. But um, in general, the biggest thing for me, the forwards did their job as usual, but Queensland play by the set. They know what yeah. they want to achieve. If, if there's a kick coming... Uh, if they want to roll three, if they want to get to a point in the field, they know. New South Wales... How many times did we find the grass? Oh, that, that's coming. Don't worry about that. Good. But I've just, I just look and I... It's, we, and, and it's like a victory for us when we catch it on the full. Yeah, but we seriously... It's a victory for us. We seriously looked like we'll just go and play because the play. Because they're kicking where, game. Where, so where was the plan? I agree, I agree, I agree. And we'll Queensland... Run a, we'll go on a short side and then... You know about Queensland? And Parramatta were doing it at the start of the year. They're not scared to kick the ball early. No, there's nothing wrong with it. It's not. There is nothing wrong with it. I, told, it's just, I said in game three, uh, a game two review, Cameron Smith only kicked three times. Yeah. All three of them on the third tackle. Yeah. T- someone said it uh, to me afterwards, what an idiot for kicking. What do you mean? There's yeah. no wingers. Dugan shallow. Yeah. When Dugan picked it up, he's had to sprint 30 to get away from them. And then he's picked it up in the corner and got tackled on the five. What's yeah. dumb about that? And then by the time they, uh, we've had three tackles, everyone's getting back on side. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. But Cooper Cronk, this is my other thing. Does Mitchell Pearce know that you can work on your kicking game during the week? You don't have to do an end over end drop punt that has the same trajectory and the same spin or shape on the ball. Yeah, well, Cooper Cross um, put in you know numerously different shape kicks. Cameron Smith had one that kind of raked over the top, that went fifty and only just rolled dead. Yeah, he like I don't know if he has another kick in the bag. He seems to just grab it and just poke it dead straight end over end, same trajectory and pick out a player. Yeah, for me, I've had a discussion with a number of people and. Uh, obviously, we we all probably say Mitchell Pearce let us down, yada yada yada. I don't think Maloney was that great the last two no. games either. However, the issue for me is the the same things have been the issue for Mitchell Pearce for the last four or five years. So who's failed him? Well, he's the one who's supposed to be training. Him. I know he's got and, coaches. And now. also, well, what what are the coaches telling him? That no, Mitchell, you're going good. Like your well, game's good. I, enough. I only like, look at it this way: if you're the selectors are sending the message to him that don't don't worry about it, we're going to pick you next year. Yeah, well, it's, it's, wrong, it's, it's a it's wrong, wrong message to send someone. Well, it's the wrong, we said that about Adam Reynolds. Adam yeah. Reynolds said he'd never even got a phone call. Yeah, yeah I, I don't, I don't care if you're not kid. picking Adam Reynolds. If Adam, if Adam Reynolds is playing the way he is, and I'm Laurie Daly, or you're a Tarek Sims with your leg injury, or you're any of these guys that may not be in the greatest form right now, even a T Rex. Yeah, would have been on the phone to T Rex saying, "Guess what? You're not playing this year." But my God, what are you doing? Yeah, you're wasting your you're chance. Talent. You're wasting yeah. your chance. Like you should be in this side, but I'm calling you right now to let you know mm. you're not. So pull your head in. And do your job. Same as Pete. Like right now, if they're going to chop him, I'd be telling him number one, go work on your kicking game. No, but I hope they don't. I hope they don't just put the red pen through him forever because no, I'm not saying in that regard. There's a history of doing that. Like New you South Wales did it. that a little bit with Brett Kamali. Yeah, they they, they put the pen through him, and then probably in his best years we didn't pick him, and then at the back end of the career when he was going off, we did pick him. Mm. Um, I'm not saying put I just the pen I just him. no, I just pick the bloody side on form. But that's well, what I'm the best say players. Start of the year. Like that's and everyone said to me. I'm not saying you guys disagree with me, but I mentioned Fafita rolling into it. You and MJ didn't really agree. I'm going to give you a wrap on two. I'm going to give you a wrap on two. And I said Fafita, Ferguson as well. Fafita and uh, Fafita and McManus. Well, Ferguson was a no-brainer, but it was just his yeah, off-field people, behavior. People and then still it said turns out that his, his off-field behavior was what bit him in the ass. It is anyway. bad, but a few weeks later, then people said I still wouldn't pick him. He, he was, was still doing better than any of our centers. Oh, he was definitely. definitely. And uh, Tafu, I reckon, if he would have got a run, he wouldn't let us down either. So I think. Yeah. 
you know, in those oh, we, we all had we all had things go our way, things that we said that were right, things that we said that were wrong. But um, all in all, I don't think the core group of players that we've got are better than Queensland's, and not the full, I just no. I don't think we help ourselves either. No, um, and and that's probably my bugbear. Control what you can control. If if we put the best side out there, they get beat. You go, no worries. Mm. Um, but but that's been the issue for the last at least. Probably four or five years. Yeah, we're getting things back on track. Obviously, half time we both agreed. We felt like we took control well, to the towards the back end of the half. But Queensland's line defence, <laughs> even though we had the rubber, the green five two was the penalty count at half time. Yeah, uh, was the simple difference. A new and South Wales. I, th- I thought pass. it was. I thought the gap would have been bigger than that. It would have been bigger if they were on that flip side. No, of no that, I mean the, the penalties. I thought we got more penalties than that. No, it was eight four full time. But okay, five, well, I thought the gap was even bigger than that. Five two at half time, three two second half. Yeah, but, no, I'm I'm yeah. I'm. Uh, I'm uh, not doubting that you're uh, that you're right, but it just felt like we got a lot more penalties than what they did. No, well, second half early on, uh, a lot of people crucified Dugan's whole game for this one moment. You can't blame this one moment because we had a million opportunities. But Fafita pops a nice ball, he does juggle it. But at the same time, when you watch the replay, Slater comes through, and there's players already coming on the inside. So who's to say he gets away? It's it's one of those the flash pass you're talking about. Yeah, no, it gets away oh, even if he catches ball. it. It's a flash. So we're we've gone. We've moved on the second half. Yeah, yeah, we've moved yeah, on. Yeah, we're going through. All right. No, no, no. I, I would have just said Queensland scramble in mm. the in the back end of that first half. Yeah, well, wow. it was just highlight the yeah. defense. And they, they our pro- how many tries do you reckon they saved? Oh, mate, yeah, the de- their defense, their line defense, and our halves are the difference. Yeah. Our halves couldn't set anything up. No, couldn't we get went, a repeat set. We went play couldn't to build play. Pressure. We kept pushing on a short side and then having to wrap back to the middle and burn plays. And we never went for a repeat set. We yeah. just went for a glory moment. Okay, second half. The, yeah, the drop ball. Um, yeah, but I'm I'm doing about think this. It, I didn't think it was a. It wasn't an easy pass to catch. No, but people have put a blight on Dugan's whole game because uh, this one moment. They're not. Billy Slater's coming through. This bloke's coming on the inside. There's, there's nothing to say that Dugan runs away. There's yeah. still Billy to beat, and there's players on the inside. He cuts left or right. There's going to be someone there hunting him down. Yeah. So it, it could have been a moment of brilliance, sure, but you can't crucify his whole game off one moment because no. he was fantastic. He was. He made. He was the best player on the field, and and I and I'll stand by that because. Collectively, New South Wales don't have a great team. No. Collectively, Queensland, that's how they beat us, because they're a better team, and it's they're a team, team sport. So, um, well, I put my player ratings up yesterday, and I had Dugan as a 9 out of 10. Hmm. He would have got a 10 out of 10 if he, if he caught that and scored. Hmm. And um, there, there, was, there was one earlier. He ran for more metres than anyone. He made yeah. the only line break, it was, one of the only was, line breaks for New South yeah, Wales. Yeah. And um, Gus Gould crucified him for that one. He didn't pass. But if he passes that and it goes over the sideline, you're carving him up saying, oh, he shouldn't pass under pressure. And it was a loaded short side. It so was. Either way, you look at it, it's another flash in the pan moment. It may work, it may not, but you oh, can't... I'd, ra- I'd much rather him hold it and play the next play. Well, they come back in and they scored anyway. Mm. So, realistically, yeah. uh, they got a penalty, they got another repeat set. Yeah. Uh, we could think we got three penalties in that little stint there where we really started to build that pressure, but... Yeah. After that drop, it kind of flattened out for a bit. They kind of felt each other out. Same old, same old. Bit of set for set, kick for kick. I felt like we were slowly getting buried in our own half. We were starting to, you know, get tackled on the 20 or in the 30. And as usual, we just kept picking Billy Slater out in the full. Yeah. Uh, it finally told in the 60th minute, I think there was an error. They got a penalty. Yeah. Planted themselves in our half on the 20. I think I said it to you, here it comes. Yeah. They're on a 20. They've, they've had a chat. Like, we, we've been holding on and just buried in our own half and... Little behold, that set three tackles later. Cooper Cronk shows that beautiful body language to look out the back and throws a nice flat pass to Hodges, who strolls over and I ro- the, right then uh, and there at twelve four. I'm pretty much. I, I, I noticed that um, on the night at the ground, Jennings, the play before, um, I'm not sure who took the carry for Queensland, but uh, jammed a nice hole, got Jennings to marker, and then Jennings instead of tying back into his short side, yeah, he um, went open. He went open. Uh, Maloney sort of held. I don't know why they were playing two markers in that situation. It just it beggars belief for me. Your line, you Hoffman, be, no. uh, Hoffman was a man short. Hoffman came in. I, I would have. I'm, I'm going I'm to be a little bit harsh on the winger. You've got to go in and make him execute the passes, make him go bang bang through the hands, and winger scores. But Hoffman comes in. Um, who's on that edge? McManus on the left edge. Pretty sure. Uh, left, left edge. Um, would have liked to have seen him come in, but. Uh, no, sorry, it would have been it would have been uh, Morris. Brett Morris. Yeah, sorry, um, other way around because McManus scored right corner first. But yeah, it was it was the marker work. It was the fact we had two markers. Like, and if anyone says, "Oh, why wouldn't you have two markers inside ten? Well, you've got two guys that are back to back, 
one guy's basically standing on the trial line. Just have one marker to plug the hole and have two tight A defenders. Yeah, well, you can if they're on the line, you're better off anyway. You're yeah. cutting in that space behind the ruck where you right. usually get picked out. So, um, but that was the pass from Cooper Cronk, excellent. Yeah, and no, did, great no different to the runners. Rogers. I watched the replay afterwards. Even if he hits the back man, Thurston's got a one-on-one with Morris, who was in the chair. Yeah, and then Hodges so, has a Mike Tyson moment and flips the crowd off and dances around, bears a knob. Either either way, though, like I said, what, looking at the, the play, the pass, if it went out the back, it's still a try. Because yeah. Thurston's a one-on-one with Morris, and there was a nice five, six-metre corridor there for the winger. So Yeah, but I'd rather him have to do that than yeah. just score from that, That's pass. fair enough, but yeah. they, had, they had a shot to bits. Yeah. Um, at that point in time, like I said, pretty much thought it was over. Merrin comes on. Uh, drops the ball and then makes up for it not long after. Like you said, he slipped past Corey Parker, who had an outstanding game. Yeah. At 12-10, you know, we, we did have that bit of hope, but it was a bit of the same old. We just we just panicked. As soon as we had an opportunity, we probably had six or seven minutes there to have a couple of sets. Uh, for feeder in particular, kind of let us down. They put that one stinker of a bomb up, and I said to you, you know, just there's three or four blokes there. They just need to compete. Yeah. Hope that Billy drops it. I'll put some pressure on, try and make it hit the ground. He doesn't even jump. He just pushes Billy Slater. It's a penalty. It's a free piggyback. It's what set them up to go down there. Uh, That ensues, as much as I don't want to mention it, the nudie run. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. <laughs> Which gave them another set of six with two minutes to go. Yeah. Because that was the fifth and last that they scored. Uh, a lot of Queenslanders that I work with or people I've spoken to have argued and said they would have scored anyway. Uh you know, you, you may be right or you may not, but at the same time, that extra set of six yeah. took away any opportunity that New South Wales had to try and get down the other end and, and force an error or get a repeat set or get a penalty. Because after they had another set of six, we had 40 seconds left, and Robbie Farah, uh, a lot of people have crucified him too for putting that chip kick over. I'm probably not the biggest fan of it either. I would have taken another play or two, but that, that really put the icing on the cake. That last set was just... It was panic galore. Yeah, it was. It was. It just... Even the uh, 40-20 before that, that he shanked, um, that went down into the corner, we chased hard. Slater, Slater, man, he was out on his feet. Mm. Comes over, picks the ball up, links up with Boyd. Boyd then busts. Gets it 40, yeah. That's what he, uh, I think they got a penalty from that. They then kicked down. And as you said, that results in the streaker. Um, mate, the streaker, I thought the streaker saved us because it was a Queensland try. Um, yeah, the game would have been yeah. over. Uh, we're, you know, Laurie Daly's whinging saying, oh, well, they got the scrum feed. I'd like in that scenario for him just to go, right, the streaker impacted the play Boom. No, I'd just like to see him go back to the play the ball. Mm, play it and again. So we'll play that play again. Yeah, we'll play it again. Obviously, Queensland would then blow up and say, well, yeah, it's well, a set line and yada, yada, yada. Scored, blah, 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 yeah. um, I, don't, I don't see how they get a bonus set of six out of it. Um, mm. But it's an old rule, and, and yeah, we knew the rule. We knew that's that that's what was going to happen. But, Same as everyone whinging around um, us, but that's the rule. So yeah, deal with exactly. it. Exactly. In, in summary for it, uh, New South Wales... They had 42 sets to 34. Uh, you know, like I said, they won the penalty count 8-4, but they made 12 errors to 8. So, you know, that 4 doesn't sound like much, but for all that extra ball, they gave half of it back. Um, in general, more sets and more penalties, but just errors. I thought our line speed wasn't anything close to what I expected coming back to New South Wales. I thought we would have been the aggressors, but early on we were being wrestled and just going one out and... Uh, poor kicking by the halves in the end and poor control of the game. I just thought we'll go and play to play with nothing set. Yeah, Queensland knew if when they were in their own half uh, if they were going to be getting to a point or putting a kick in, like I said. And uh, summary of their game, they're just winners. There's, there's no doubt about it. Yeah, their, their line defence and their scramble in particular under all that pressure, uh, the amount of kicks that found grass was ridiculous. They didn't get a ton of repeat sets, but they def- damn sure got more than we did. That's yep. for sure. And they weathered all that was thrown at them, and you know I, I can't say anything more. They they won, and they deserve to win again. No, no I totally agree. Um, it was a a series where you probably look at it and go, New South Wales won by the hair of their teeth, game one. Mm. Queensland won by um, hair of the teeth, game three. Game two was a blowout. Um, and if you look at the aggregate score, they won comfortably. 
Yeah, and you know, you, you look at it all over. I thought that for New South Wales, Dugan's game, like you said, 180 metres, he was safe and busy. He had that one drop, but you can't crucify him. Uh, no, I mean, McManus had the drop, and, he, and yeah, everyone's well, going, oh, McManus dropped ball. Well, Nathan Merritt dropped 15, bloody, yeah. bloody balls and passes and yeah. missed tackles, and McManus is uh, McManus had a solid game, 100 yeah, metres, dummy half work. He did everything yeah. I said that he would do that Merritt couldn't do. And he so. uh, diffused plenty of bombs. Yeah, he really uh, did. did well. But for Fida, you know, 140 metres, two offloads, seven busts, 31 tackles, but the critical penalty... If he can get that out of his game, he'll be He's outstanding. just get the little shit out of his and, game. And it's much the same as Watt now. He was awesome. 150, 26 tackles, some busts and offloads, but he has a drop ball in him with no pressure, and he did it again. Yeah. He had it in two hands, but it just bar safety out again, and it kind of burns you because you look some, every time he gets to play the ball, I'm almost thinking, get an assistant out there, get someone to hold it for him and roll it to him because yeah. he can muddle one. Uh, Bird, for me, he didn't make any line breaks or busts, but he played hard considering the build-up to the game he had and he probably wasn't going to play. He always has a good effort. Yeah. Uh, Queensland side of things, Smith, two offloads, two busts, 50 tackles, nothing new, contributing the kicking game. Matt Scott, good old thumper, 150 metres, 30 tackles. Brent Tate, uh, we're both not his biggest fan and we were saying that he was a weak spot coming into Origin, but my God, uh, his dummy half work completely has blown us away, especially the last two games. and. Corey Parker, what else can you say? His, his two games starting for Queensland, just epic. Plus Jonathan Thurston and uh, Cooper Conk's kicking games, I thought that was really the difference. Yeah. I, I made a comment yesterday and said that if you uh, you switch to sevens, we win the series. Mm. Well, that uh, pretty much sums up the Origin Series. Unfortunately, another loss for New South Wales. But uh, now we'll move on to the Centibet odds for this week. If you want to have a bet on the NRL or any sport, get onto Centibet and fire up. Download the Centibet app and get into the centre of the action. Or get onto www.centibet.com and register now. Or call 1-800-013-627 for all your inquiries. Centibet, fire up. Alright, Degenerate Gambler section brought to you by Centibet. Get onto the App Store and get the Centibet app on your mobile. They're the best mobile betting and fire up they give us two free hundred dollar bets to give away each week and obviously the hundred dollar charity bet and uh we finally got a win we got a win now we were in a we were on a streak and then we went into a bit of a slump but now we're we're, i'm confident we're going to head back into another streak uh we've got up to 495 dollars that we've got in the kitty this week we're going to back the uh, new zealand warriors with a six and a half start against the west tigers um into the newcastle knights with six and a half start against the Penrith Panthers. That's going to pay $1.75. So if that gets up, it's another 75 that jumps in. Um, I, I think we're looking at trying to get around 1000 bucks um, by the end of the year. That would probably be a good result. Um, this week's games, tonight, uh, the first, Leichhardt Oval, $2.45, the Tigers, the New Zealand Warriors, $1.58. Start is 4.5 to the Tigers. What are you thinking? Yeah, a lot of people are going Benji for a bit of backlash and after all this whole scandal, but as far as I'm concerned, mm. uh, Warriors unaffected by origin and two players backing up in Farron Woods, very short turnaround. I'm going to go the Warriors. Yeah, I can't see the uh, Tigers winning tonight. Um, even though last time, uh, massive upset at Leichhardt when they knocked off the storm. Uh, Saturday, Canberra Raiders, eleven against the Parramatta Eels, $7. The line is 18 and a half to the Eels. Yeah, well, undefeated at home. It doesn't matter who they've had in their side. I've tipped against them a few times at home with injuries and concern, and it just hasn't yeah. bothered them. So uh, good luck, Parramatta. Yeah, um, I'll be uh, staying away from that game, but I think the Raiders will win easily. Uh, the other Saturday night game, the Roosters, $1.28. The Sharkies, $3.80. Uh, the line is 10 to the Sharks. I think the line's a bit steep. Yeah, I think the line may be a bit of difference, but I don't, is Wade Graham recovered from last week's problem? Yeah, I think he'll, he'll play. I know Luke Lewis and Paul Gallen are both not playing. Mm. Feeder, he's going to back up. Um, you know, I, I'd stick with the Roosters. I'd be sticking with the Roosters, but Sonny Bill's been pulled out today. so Bounce back factor. Hamstring um, problems, but I think all their rep players, and they've still got a quality side of if them. If it was at Shark Park, I'd think... Um, I'd think about it, but yeah. still without Gallon and Lewis, I'm still, you know, the Roosters have a lot more to be able to cover as far as losing Sonny Bill's concerned. Alrighty, uh, Sunday, 2pm, Penrith Stadium, the Panthers, they take on uh, Newcastle, $2 the Panthers, $1.85 Newcastle, probably uh, close to the game of the weekend, uh, the line is uh, plus 2 to both sides or minus two to both sides at yeah. about two twenty dollar ninety. So this, this is the only real one I look at and kind of see a bit of a contest. Uh, you know, something could go wrong. There may be an upset. This is really the closest one of the round. Yeah, uh, both fighting to stay in the eight or they kind of solidate a spot. And uh, you know, Penrith have had a lot of injuries, no Origin effect, but 
a lot of injuries, losing two more players now with uh, good old Nigel Plum now joining the list and Matt Robinson. So on Newcastle's form prior to Origin, I'm, I'm hoping they continue that and I'll be back in the night. Okay, the other game on Sunday, uh, the Manly Seagulls take on my Titans. Manly $1.15, the Titans five seventy five. The line is 15.5 for the Titans. I'll be taking that. Um, because that's a ridiculous line. Ridiculous line. Um, and the Titans have won three of the last four at Brookvale, and they've beaten Manly, I think, the last three times we've played them. So. Yeah, well, you've admitted Bird and Miles, though, and uh, Jordan Rankin's your fullback, so that has me sold. You guys mm. are screwed. Yeah, probably. Um, they've said this week that Cardi's been flogging them all. That's not helping either for Cardi. Good on you, John. Um, Monday night, the last game of the round, the South Sydney Rabbitohs, no Green Inglis, fourteen on Monday night footy. The Dragons, $6.10. The line is 16 to the Dragons. Probably a game I'll steer clear of. Yeah, we've no GI. A lot of people are starting to go, I might chuck some money there, but they've got Reynolds, Sutton, Teo. They've got strike weapons everywhere. Yeah, Dragons yeah. can't score points either. Yeah, well, that's the other thing. But, and the thing is, people go, oh, the line, the line is 16, back the Dragons. Well, they probably get beat, you know, they could get beat 20 to 4. Well, and, they, and you still win the, the, at least the, line, the lines are 50-50. If you're going to go the line, I think you're brave. I'm not saying they're going to get pumped because they're going to have plenty of tired bodies out there. Mm. But as far as the win is concerned, people are talking about an upset. It's not happening. No. Well, that's the Degenerate Gambler section. So now we'll move on to Mr. Gossip. Now it's time for your weekly dose of goss from Mr. Gossip. Mr. Gossip and Lewis, we're solo again. Brock's uh, taking leave of absence once more. Paul, <laughs> <laughs> well, you have Jimmy at the Origin last night, did he? Drowning his sorrows or what? Nah, just a, a bit of a miscommunication once again with work commitments. And uh, if I'm, I'm not going to lie, though, he probably is sitting somewhere having a bit of a teary or hiding out. And uh, I feel much the same, to be honest. I'm about to crawl up in bed, chuck on some Lionel Richie and light some candles and uh, cry myself to sleep. It's a hard loss to take, mate. I mean, usually I listen to the radio, I watch all the footy shows and Fox and Nine and whatever they're on, but, mate, I've just kept away from everything today. I've just, yeah, just, it's just heartbreaking. I don't want to see replays, I don't want to see pictures in the paper. I just tried to avoid it as much as I could. Well, unfortunately for me, in my truck today at work, there was four people, two of them Queensland born and raised. One had a jersey on under our fluoros and the other one had a singlet. <laughs> so <laughs> right, I've man, dealt with it all day. <laughs> Oh, look, but I'm, I mean, I'm not a sore loser. I'm not bitter. It's, you know, the better team won. Uh, and the rest actually did pretty good, uh, which is great. No one's talking about the rest. Everyone's just talking about that clown that, that ran on the field <laughs> to show off his little willy. And, um, but, yeah, the rest were good, and Queensland were just too good. Yeah, well, I've heard that Nike are going to offer him a campaign. Feels like wearing nothing at all. <laughs> yeah. He was gliding. I that, that bloke that ran on the field looked like he was in a solarium for about three weeks. I'd rather go to the gym and lose some of that fat. He looked atrocious. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what was even funnier. On NRL.com, they had an interview with his old man, and he said he's quiet and he's harmless, but he got a few beers under his belt and he's been on. I was like, champ, that's the second time he's done it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's not like it's the first time. Uh, he's a, a clown. He's a closet nudist. He loves it. <laughs> yeah, wow. Yeah, look, look at his face. He's enjoying it. Mm. Well, uh, you know, obviously, we fell two points short. I'm, I'm pretty much the same boat as you. Anyone that thinks otherwise as far as uh, New South Wales deserving to win that game should I uh, go bang the head on a table and uh, I think it's pretty straightforward it's the key positions as usual that got the job done and their excellent defence we had on their line and we just couldn't get the job done yeah that's right we, we had our chances we, we couldn't build pressure we we went to the, the quick plays um, I, I could sense something wasn't quite right from the first couple of minutes when, when we got that penalty Mitchell um, in our own half it, we kicked for touch and we found 10 metres. Mm. You know, we got a penalty on our 20 metre line and then we got another set of six on our 30 metre line. If, if that was Queensland, I would have booted it downfield and you know had an attacking rate. But we just, I don't know, it was quite strange. Yeah, well, I'm not going to lay all my burden on Pierce, but the drop ball after an early opportunity like that on the second play kind of killed me in a similar fashion. I just had that kind of vibe that... You know, in a game of such magnitude, after, you know, bugger all the time, no fatigue, if you're going to spill a pill like that, we're going to have a long night. Yeah, exactly. Just push you in the wrong frame of mind and you're sort of playing catch-up from then on, I guess. But yeah. yeah Queensland are just cool cats. They're just calm, collected. We're just, you know, we're so desperate and trying so hard that, yeah, we just haven't got it 
I think for the next 12 months we're going to hear plenty of opinions and uh, debate, but hopefully a few more New South Welshmen step forward and give us a little bit more options because uh, some of our more senior players that have been there for a while and uh, have been doing a pretty good job of getting to the back end of their time even in a blue jersey. So uh, we need to start finding some young blokes, that's for sure, that are going to step up and hopefully lead us to a new generation. Yeah, well, that's it. Yeah, well, we've got 12 months, so... Back to Club Footy, which is what we love, I guess. Mm. All right, well, we've already done the uh, gossip for this week, obviously, during the week. There's probably been a few things since, but nothing too major that catches the eye, so we'll just do our tips. Uh, starting Friday night, you've got the Tigers versus the Warriors at Leichhardt, and uh, what an interesting one this is going to be to see what happens to Benji Marshall when he gets out in the field with the supporters. Yeah, especially against uh, the Warriors, you know, his, his home nation, if you want to put it that way. But look, it's funny, the Warriors, they haven't won a Friday night game since 2011 when they actually, when they played the Tigers. So, um, long time between drinks for them. But um, look, I guess I'll go first. I'll, um, I'll cut the Warriors. I think, I think they'll be too good. Mm. Well, I'm, I'm with you. I'm one that try not to look at the stats and try not to psych myself out. Uh, for me personally, if I was a Tigers fan, especially after hearing the CEO, Grant Mayer, on the game plan just before, after recording it, saying that uh, they got a recommendation from the CEO, former CEO, what they should have paid him, and they paid overs, and he still said pretty much in his own little address today that, you know, it wasn't about money, he could have taken more money. Uh, well, I, I, I disagree. It's obviously about money, because they've, they've up the end, he hasn't got near it. I think there's going to be a bit of a cold reception. Farrah, Woods backing up, I think the Warriors, no one affected, Friday night's their night. Yeah, look, the mail I'm getting from from Tigers fans on on NRL gossip, just general emails and just general general posts, is that the Tigers fans are, are happy to see the back of him. And in fact, quite a lot of people saying that they should just get rid of him now because it's it's upset the team. But yeah, I mean, like you said, it's going to be interesting to see how he how he performs for the Warriors. If if he comes out and has a dead set liner and they win the game, everyone will be calling him the dead set professional. But if he comes out and plays like a goose, then um, yeah, I think. You'll see all the old ex-Balmain uh, players come out saying flick him now. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. Mm. And uh, Brock's gone the Warriors, I think, pretty obvious once again. You know, the Benji situation, the two of their other key players backing up. And uh, regardless of the Leichhardt factor, the Warriors are unaffected by origin. So, see how that one plays out. But Saturday kicks off in uh, the worst place of all to travel to. Freezing cold, Bruce Stadium down there in Canberra and a side... On the bottom of the table, going to take on the Raiders. I do not envy the Parramatta Eels in this situation. I'll go first because it's not rocket science. I'm going to be tipping Canberra and uh, all the reasons I've just laid out. Yeah, I guess and the Raiders too. The, the Raiders fans should be excited because, I mean, they're undefeated at home. And, and the last time they were undefeated at home was 94 when they won their premiership. So they're looking good. And for poor Parramatta, yeah, I mean, they're currently conceding the most points away from home of any side in the past decade, so terrible stats for the Eels where, uh, yeah, it, it should be a cricket score. I think Senebetta giving you uh, $8 for um, <laughs> for the Eels and about nine for the Raiders, so that, that, that says it all for me. Mm, yeah, I went looking for the, a decent line bet multi from Senebet, but there's not much this week. There's a few uh, blowout margins, so hopefully a few upsets and a bit of money for the punters. Yep. Uh, Brock, he obviously went camera as well. I don't think anyone would expect anything different. Uh, the other Saturday night game was shaping up to be a bit of a cracker, but Lewis now with a torn calf and Paul Gallen obviously missing the origin and missing this one. Leaves the Sharks with a, a little bit to behold. Going to the SFS against the Sydney Roosters, uh, even with players like both their halves and obviously Jennings backing up and uh, the likes. It, it still doesn't really seem to take my eye off the Roosters winning this game, I think. The Origin boys in particular are going to be burning, and you can't have a team loaded with players like Roger Tuivasa-Sheck, Jabari Hargraves, uh, you know, Jake Friend, I think, in particular, another bloke who's come on in leaps and bounds this year, and Sonny B. Williams, they're just loaded, so Roosters for me against the Sharks. Yeah, I'll have to go to the Roosters as well. Look, the Sharks have got a good record um, at the SFS or Allianz Stadium or whatever the hell you want to call it these days. Uh, but yeah, look, I'm going to go to the Roosters. In fact, they're currently having their best offensive season in 32 years, so the Sharks are going to have to be really switched on if they're going to do something. But yeah, I think the Roosters will be too good. Mm, I'm with you there, that's for sure. Uh, moving on to the Sunday fixtures, the Penny Panthers, the injury riddled. Penny Panthers losing another two during the week. Obviously, you'd be devastated. Nigel Plum and now Matt Robinson joining a long list along the likes of Coote, 
Sika Manu, Josh Mansell, and the list goes on and on, versus the Newcastle Knights, who are, of all people, I had a bit of bit of a thought at the start of the year that Wayne Bennett's second season wouldn't be as bad. They they kind of let me down, but they look like they're building nicely towards the finals, and the only origin-affected player is a winger, for Christ's sake, so Darius Boyd shouldn't be too beaten up. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm pretty impressed with the Knights. They've beaten some, some classy sides, but yeah, they've, they've got to win away from home, and the Panthers have, have been pretty good at home this year, but their Sunday afternoon record's pretty woeful, the Panthers. They, they seem to be a night sort of side. But look, uh, Knights, uh, Cade Stone plays his 50th game uh, this weekend for the Knights, good player. Um, a funny stat, though, for Cade... If he, if he plays on Sunday, which he will, that'll chuck up his 50th. But he was the first player in Knights history not to score a try in 50 games in their first 50 games. Wow. And, uh, <laughs> poor, poor bastard, let's hope he gets over the six. But, yeah, look, I'm going to tip the Knights. Um, and I think David Simmons, hopefully, um, he might get another double. And that'll be his third double uh, in a row. And I think he's saying he's the third Panther ever to do that. But, um, look, I think the Knights will win. Um, just because of Sunday afternoon football on the Panthers just don't like the daytime. Well, I can tell you what, I'm not taking any away from David Simmons, but uh, you know, Wingers have only got one job, get it across the line. But Dean Farre, uh, start of the year, I was a bit hypocritical when he was playing fullback. He's a very good centre, and I, I think David Simmons will be thanking his lucky stars that they put in there because he's looked a lot better and got a lot of opportunities since Dean Farre's been sitting out there. Oh, no doubt. He's been playing really well. He's got a great fend, a uh, great step, and a yeah, good passing game as well. So, yeah, Dave, uh, I think, owes him a few beers. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, I think Brad Ty is also out as well of the side, so they're still going to name a replacement for Brad Ty, so that'll be interesting to see who gets that gig. Mm. I think Mansell's back from injury. He might go in there, or maybe Lewis Brown, or Chadless, I'm not sure. Yeah, we'll wait to see how that one plays out. But uh, Brookvale Oval place that many people don't like to go. Good old Fortress Brookvale and Angry Jeff back to his best last week yelling in the box, but nothing in the press conference, unfortunately. Uh, I, I, I get the feeling we're not going to get too much Angry Jeff on this Sunday afternoon game against the Titans. Yeah, disappointing. He must be doing yoga or something. He seems like a bit of a cool cat these days. Mm. Uh, but yeah, look, like you said, the Seagulls, you can't go past them at Brookvale. In fact, the Seagulls have won... 33 of their past 40 Sunday afternoon games at Brookvale so that record speaks for itself so Seagulls should win and, and, and win by plenty Yeah well you look at it again Cherry Evans uh, he had a little stint there so not too beaten up Watmer had an absolute cracker of a game for New South Wales but uh, the Gold Coast they've gone into the fence if Nate Miles Greg Bird both not named regardless of health and shape uh, they get Dave Taylor back Jordan Rankin's playing fullback that's almost enough for me to put the pen through him a <laughs> couple of yeah. uh, you know, a couple of ins, but there's nothing there that makes me think otherwise, and especially at Brookvale, like you said. So, like yourself, uh, Brock's also tip manly, and I've tipped manly. So uh, we've got mirror rounds at the moment. Let's see if anything changes with the last game, which is the Monday night game at the ANZ Stadium, South Sydney versus the Dragons. But uh, Greg Inglis out, very, very interesting. But uh, a, a little stat that come out today in seven games without Greg Inglis since he's been at South Sydney, they've won six. And lost one. Wow. Yeah, geez. <laughs> uh, look, I all, you know me, I love tipping uh, the upset on a Monday night because more than often uh, an upset does occur on Monday night football, but I just I don't know where the Dragons' points would come from to cause an upset, unfortunately. Mm. Uh, they got they got the forwards to perhaps sort of grind out a win, but I think the, 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 the Rabbits have got too much points in them. So, yeah, as much as I'd love to tip an upset, man, I just I, I can't go past the bunnies. Yeah, not rocket science with that one. And uh, the number one thing and the big difference between the top sides and your bottom sides, probably besides Melbourne in that top four, maybe lacking a bit of, a bit of depth in their squad and Manly, is uh, your teams like the Sydney Roosters, great depth, South Sydney, great depth. And you look at Justin Hunt coming into fullback, he'd probably play first grade just about anywhere else. Yeah, he could play Justin Hunt. He had mm. big reps on that kid. And uh, even, even in the forwards, it's just ridiculous. If Teo or McQueen or anyone does end up pulling out on us, you, you just don't think they're going to struggle to replace somebody. They've got players like Jason Clark and the like that are all sitting there in New South Wales Cup, could play at other clubs. Uh, wink, wink, Parramatta, get your checkbook out, start buying somebody. But uh, yeah, for me, not rocket science. Brock's on the same boat here. We've all gone the Rabbitohs. It's a clean round there, so no one's going to gain any ground. Ah, <laughs> uh, bugger. Damn it. <laughs> but, uh, we, had a, we had the same last round, too, I think. 
Yeah, we'll score update on that. Nothing's changed. I'm uh, still dwindling behind on 75. Brock's on 81. You're on 84. But, uh, yeah, as, as much as I'm trying to battle my way back in, there's no way I'm going to put myself on on the rope yet and hang myself. It's it's, it's not happening. I can't throw points away on this round. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Eight rounds to go. So you better go some, son. Mm. I, I, need, I need a round with a full players back in so I have a chance of tipping an upset. Yeah, it'll be good next week. We finally got, you know, club footy back and there's no buys and whatnot, so it'll be good stuff. Yeah, well, the old uh, origin period, it's put the, the handbrake on me trying to go for any upsets, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. All right, mate. Well, uh, thanks for that. We've got all that sorted for another week and uh, we'll catch up with you next week to see what's going down in the gossip department. Fantastic. Thanks, mate. Have a good weekend. No worries, mate. You too. See ya. See mate. A big thanks, as always, to Mr. Gossip. And if you want to get into contact with him, head on to his page, NRL Gossip, if you head up to the search bar on Facebook. And he's also on Twitter, at NRL Gossip. But that wraps up this, so we'll head into the wrap-up. For all the latest rugby league gear, head into Leagues and Legends, now based at Shell Harbour, Mount Druitt Westfield, and Campbelltown Mall Store. Or check them out online at www.nrlstore.com.au. Fifth and last listeners, you can receive free delivery on any 2013 adult NRL jersey. Be quick, jersey selling fast. Remember, www.nrlstore.com.au. Leagues and legends. All right, well, that wraps up the origin review and the series. Obviously, now done. Another disappointment for New South Wales. But Queensland, what can you say? Eight in a row, and with good reason. They've got a fantastic side. But... As always, we're moving on. If you want to get this podcast, it will be available on Podomatic and iTunes Friday afternoon. So you can listen over the weekend if you want to get our thoughts as far as the origin is concerned. But like us, review us, and share it with your friends. If you want to get in contact with us at Twitter, it's at fifth and last. That's the letter N, not the word and. Our email is fifth and last podcast at hotmail.com. And on Facebook, head up to the search bar and type in fifth and last NRL podcast. But as always for now, guys, enjoy your weekend and uh, enjoy your rugby league, guys. See ya. Bring it on. Give us more. Give us more. Where are you going? Where, what, 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 what's going on here? Is that it? Is that it? Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.